This is Life in FM, the Good Shepherd Fargo-Moorhead podcast. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Pastor Taylor, your normal host. This week, I'm excited to hand over the microphone to lead pastor Mary Simola Folkerts as she sits down for a conversation with longtime council members Dan Altenburn and Catherine Halverson. They're going to jump into things they've loved about the past and present, while also talking about a cool opportunity for us as a church in the future. Thanks for joining the conversation. This is Life in FM. I wanted to first ask each of you, what is something you appreciate about Good Shepherd or why do you love this church? What is something that drew you to this place? I think Good Shepherd just has just people of all generations that are just lovely humans. And in what other facet of our life do we have the opportunity to engage regularly with a group of people who all love God and are ready and wanting to serve and love their neighbor? So having my kids involved in something like that, being able to see that and have intergenerational relationships is is really my favorite part. I'll echo that to a certain degree. I think what um, is often the, to- the conversation that I have with individuals about the openness, the welcome feeling you get from Good Shepherd. And not to be cliched, and, and often churches say that about the sense of community, but wow, there's a sense of community in Good Shepherd. And I was one of the, my family, we grew up in the original Good Shepherd, you know, we got married in the original building. And so you would think that I feel that it's a sense of community because of my longevity within the church. Um, but that's not the case. Um, when I came back and rejoined Good Shepherd years ago, I didn't know a lot of the individuals here, even though I'm, I'm a more spud. I grew up here and everything. Sure, there's people here that I know. But a lot of the individuals that have become good, close friends of mine, I didn't know them until I rejoined Good Shepherd. And I think that speaks volumes to um, the, the, the openness that you have and the conversations you're able to have. And again, that that total sense of community that Good Shepherd is able to offer is just something that you don't expect, and it's wonderful when it happens. I just think it's such a gift to be able to be part of a vibrant faith community like this that's rolling up their sleeves, doing good things in the community, and just um, full of energy and vigor. I just think is is such a gift um, in the life of the church. It's probably the forward-thinking councils that have been here also. I mean, I've been on councils from other churches also. It's like, we need to get things done. Let's actually make decisions. Let's move forward. And that's something I believe is a huge strength of Good Shepherd. Just like, we need to make this decision, yes or no, but let's make it, let's move forward, let's move on, let's go, let's keep going. You know, and just that whole sense of we're trying to do better, there's things we want to accomplish, this is the reasons why, let's get it done. And I... I want to echo things you both have said. Every other month we have a new member class, and we ask the new members each time, what drew you to Good Shepherd? And I would say the number one answer is I was invited by a neighbor. I was invited by a friend. I was invited by a coworker. And then the next thing they say is, when I got here, I felt so welcomed, and the music has touched me. I feel the messages are personal. They connect with me. But the music is always lifted up. I've really also just loved how how um, Taylor has been so intentional across 
the services on making sure that the things that we're singing, the music that we're singing connects to the message and the way and what we're what we're learning and digging into in that week, I think has also just been a way that then music can really amplify the worship experience for people too. So I've appreciated that as well. And that also has come with the move from the old Good Shepherd from closer to downtown Moorhead to way south Moorhead. Um, it's a new congregation, mm-hmm. and it's a beautiful thing because we have the people who have been a part of Good Shepherd for 70 years mixed with brand new families that are moving into the area. And I think that's what keeps that welcoming mm-hmm. atmosphere because there is um, the the longevity, the, the stability, but then also the new people constantly coming in. Mm-hmm. And that's been a beautiful thing. And I think even with now I'm applying for this Lily uh, clergy renewal sabbatical and the congregation has really embraced this Mm -hmm. and that's a beautiful thing because I learned in my research that Good Shepherd has never granted a pastor sabbatical before so this is a fantastic opportunity and I'm wondering your thoughts being current and former council members yeah you know I I'm glad that we're thinking about this as an opportunity and, and finding ways to support you and really our whole congregation as we think about this. Um, because a, a line we lift up often, right, is leadership matters. Leadership matters. And I think as you see the vibrancy here at Good Shepherd and the innovation and the energy, that comes from, of course, an engaged congregation. But, but an engaged congregation needs a leader. And so the more we can equip you and and really the 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 whole staff to um, be healthy and whole and equipped and energized and motivated to to do the good work that you're doing here at good shepherd the more that will benefit everybody so i'm really glad that we're taking the time to think about this and figure out how to make it possible for you but then really also so that you can come back then and be ready to be um, just diving in to the good work that we're doing. I don't know if you guys have read about it. There's this whole, the hustle mindset mm. in the workplace. And what it used to be, and it's hard not to even in my own professional life, you start to buy into, I'm only going to be successful if I keep moving every minute of the day. I'm up all, day, all nights um, trying to do as much as I can in a short amount of time. But the research has come down in the last year at least that this is the worst thing you can do for success, for growth, uh, for personal strength. And you do need to be able to take the time out. Now you, you multiply that uh, a normal work day to what what a leading pastor does within a church. And when I talk to individuals about that, I think they get more excited for you. I think this congregation knows you and Dan and I have had the opportunity to work so closely with you. And, and something I've always appreciated about you is you are so intentional with the way you live your life and the ways that you are empowering and engaging other people that I I know one of your dreams for this um, sabbatical might be to walk in Spain and Portugal. So um, I want you to be able to share. I think that'd be awesome for people to hear on this podcast a little bit about what that is. The Camino is there's various paths that you can walk through Spain and Portugal to end up in Santiago de Compostela in Um, the northwest corner of Spain, and it's where the tomb of St. James is, the brother of Jesus. And so it's one of the most famous pilgrimages in the world, Um, but it's quite strenuous. Uh, The path that I intend to take is from southern Portugal up through Spain, and it's 403 miles long, 
And so you're walking 10 to 20 miles a day and there's public hostels where you stay on bunk beds overnight. Uh, and, and it's the strenuousness is what actually is appealing to me because it's um, making me slow down to the pace of walking. Yeah. There's just so much hustle and hecticness in yeah. life. And, and taking, it's gonna probably take five weeks to walk it. And the first two weeks is just like getting my brain calibrated. Uh, but I think something powerful happens when you slow down to that rhythm. Yeah. And one of the poets of Spain, Antonio Machado, has a poem about, we make the way by walking. Mm -hmm. There is no path, we make it by walking. And I think of um, my hopes to develop into a more mature leader, to be the leader that this congregation needs, to be the leader that God is calling me to be in this next chapter of life and how that will look here in Good Shepherd. I think it, it takes time to get away from the hustle. And yet I think we've got a staff that's great at hustling. We're quite a young staff since I'm like the oldest member of our program staff. And there's a lot of hustle, but it's that balance between the hustle and that energy and passion, but also the downtime and the renewal time. And so part of this process is me just being able to go and take this walk and travel and fill myself with sights and sounds of new places. But then the other part of it is having a staff consultant work with our staff team, um, how to manage anxiety on staff, how to be a healthy staff, and that is, would be part of this project as well, so that our whole staff could be thinking about our time at work and our time away and being intentional in both of those places so that we can be healthy for the whole congregation. This is Life in FM.